0: of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. And I'm your other host, Becky Grimlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... I almost thought it glitched. No, just I me. thought you glitched. I glitched. <laughs> You're like, I glitched. <laughs> that was me.
1: <laughs> um, because Wednesdays are for podcast.
0: You guys, true crime tonight. But first, sponsors. Oh, that's right. You cannot forget. I lost
1: lost my mind for a second. It's
0: okay. I lose it every week. (laughs) Okay. So a word from our sponsor, our own sponsor, Mr. Bucky. Calm your body down. So,
1: guys, um, it's that time of year. Calm your
0: body down. I know, right? We're we're getting
1: there. We're getting there. It's time. It's It's getting close. I've been trying to deny it. You know, I, I carry Halloween as far into November as I can. I think we all do. Um but guys, next week um we're going to start busting out the holiday stuff, busting out some new I'm going to be bringing back some old stuff from last year, introducing some new things. Um the apple cinnamon bath bombs are up for sale, so grab those. They'll be here till the end of the year, maybe after the 1st of the year. Otherwise, um that's it. Uh, the link is in the bio on the Instagram page. Everything's on Etsy at Calm Your Body Down. And that's it. Bath bombs back. All
0: right. I love it.
1: Also, guys, please be patient with the Postal Service. You know, we're all, There's we're a all lot going on through. With, There's um, a lot going on right now. And also... Holidays are not going to make it any better. So
0: just be patient. (laughs) So, y'all, there's that new movie coming out called uh, Happiest Season. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It's a Hulu original that Clea Duvall wrote and directed. Kristen Stewart's in. Mackenzie Davis. It's very gay and it looks very great. Anyway. Eh, Gay. (coughs) Oh, God. So, a friend of mine, her girlfriend, (laughs) said, What's that movie called? Happy Holidays? Dead. Yeah, that's what it's called. I was like, it should be.
1: it it should be called happy holidays that's what it is holidays so hulu (coughs) original happy holidays uh this this year (laughs) look for that happy holidays
0: happy holidays while the merry um
1: so anyway i actually really oh my god i'm you know i'm accidentally gonna sing it like that
0: now Happy holidays. I'm going to do that now. Well, you know that's like loud. When people mess love up it. words in songs, like um that Taylor Swift song. um gotta love it, gotta, Got a long list of ex-lovers. I say got to love those Starbucks lovers because that's what it sounds like shes sang. I'm that's like, got to love those Starbucks lovers. Also, uh, Dark Horse. So you want to play with my dick. Always. It's magic, but... It is magic. It's magic. It's not my dick. I didn't think she was
1: saying my dick. I thought she I don't You know what? I don't know what the fuck. I thought she was saying You're like, "Actually,
0: take it back. What the fuck was I she was saying?" I was like, "What was she saying?" <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh my magic, but I always okay. say my dick. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to be like, "Happy holidays." Happy holidays. Happy holidays. I love it. I'm really, really, really She legit love thought that that's what it was called though. That's so, amazing. I think that's hilarious. Like, go her. Um, but anyway, so speaking of gays, our other sponsor that sounds gay,
1: um, speaking of shipping issues,
0: yeah, <laughs> you, you know, also guys, if back orders, yeah, if you guys have ordered anything from them and you haven't really gotten anything, it's because they're having legit back order issues and shipping issues due to COVID. Um, and me speaking personally from working somewhere that does a lot of UPS. UPS is very backed up right now. They're they're doing they're doing their best. <laughs> but um, you know, it's 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 understandable when something that you make or something that you do requires something from somewhere that is having a lot of trouble because of COVID or, you know, this or that. So, just be patient. You will get your stuff. Um, Becky is still waiting on her shirt, but it's coming. They've they've reassured her it's coming. I did get an email
1: this week. Apparently the and I'm just we're putting this out there for everybody that specifically and of course it's the one I ordered. The um, "sounds gay I'm in" shirt is on back order right now. So just forewarning anybody out there listening that that specific shirt is on back order. Otherwise, they are looking at, like, two-week shipping delays, unfortunately. Um, You know, that's just what's going on in the country right now. And, um, you know, even, even more so with small businesses, it's just really important to remember that, you know, they don't have... They're not a big box corporation like Amazon, where they have their own distribution centers. They have to solely rely on what offers them the cheapest shipping rates. And typically that's your, you know, United States postal service or UPS or FedEx, whichever they find cheaper for ground shipping. So there's going to be, it's not just them, it's everybody that's at the whim of whatever, you know, postal service they're able to use. And those all have shipping delays right now. Um, We're seeing some of the highest rates in the country, When it comes to COVID, and I hate to get on that rant, but that is a lot of what's causing this. So just be patient with everybody right now. Um, Remember the Becky Gremlin, all one word together, code 30% off everything on the website. And again, if you're wanting to get things before the holidays, this is even with Calm Your Body Down included, make sure you start ordering stuff now. Give them time to work on it. Two weeks before Thanksgiving, you need to start ordering stuff now. If there's especially... If you're, I know we all love Amazon. I love Amazon. It's a godsend for me with my small business, but unfortunately it, it makes it harder for other small businesses because they can't rely on distribution centers like they have. So just remember that if you're going to order things for the holidays to support small businesses and want to make sure that it gets there by Christmas, you need to start ordering stuff now. So we just need to make sure everybody knows that because more people are going to be ordering online because COVID cases are going up. Yep. So a lot of places are going to close in order for them to start shopping or going to be forced to close because COVID cases are going up. So more people are going to want to shop online. So we just need to be patient. Um, again, use that Becky Gremlin co- code on that The link is on their Instagram page. Please make sure you follow them. Um that THT without the A sounds gay. Uh and again, I like patient. That. THT without the A sounds gay. Sounds gay. Um <laughs> wear your masks, people. I know we always preface that at the wear end of the mask and wash out, but please let's wear a mask. Let's not yeah. Cases are literally going up. We're seeing some of the highest that we've seen hospital cases. It's actually worse now than it was at the beginning. There has been no curve flattened. <laughs> it's just shooting like a And these rocket. are the kind of
0: curves I don't like. No. Um,
1: <laughs> there's no but curve. I'm... There's no curve. We like curves. We like curves not, a lot. Not no curves. <laughs> and there's been no curve. Uh, this has been a
0: straight line. I yeah, like straight been, either. It's been bad. I yeah. Like we, we can't do straight. I can't so straight. We don't
1: like that either. No so straight. So just... Um, yeah, this is, this is no longer, you, we can no longer, you, you, we have asinine to buffoons can no longer <laughs> use this as an excuse that your rights are getting taken away. This is bullshit. We have to do Be it. Be compassionate. We have to help. Care about other this. people. Be a compassionate, caring person. Let's get some compassion and care back in this country and wear your masks and wash your hands. It's pretty easy. So. I mean, anyway. I think
0: that's easy. It's just staples. That was easy. really is. It really is. All right, guys. So for true crime today, we are talking about Mr. Oh, also,
1: I forgot one more thing.
0: The suspense. Good Lord, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um,
1: to our veterans out there, yes. happy Veterans Day. Thank you for your services. Thank, thank, you, thank you so for much. continuing to serve us. Um, We appreciate it. We appreciate all of our servicemen and women who continue to serve, who have served. Uh, my father, thank you. He served. So, um, my grandpa
0: on both sides, one of them has passed away. Oh, and uh, my,
1: my my grandfather did as my well. My uncle,
0: I believe, my uncle. Uh, I have a few friends that served as well. Shout out to my boss who served. You go, girl. <laughs> so, yes, thank you. I just wanted to thank everyone. There. Thank everyone for their
1: services.
0: Truly appreciate everything you've done. Truly. Right.
1: Hope you so, got a bunch of free
0: shit and discounts today. <laughs> Hopefully that you had you could go somewhere to do that. Yeah, hopefully you could. If you, if you could, hopefully you could. <laughs> right. If you could. Hopefully you could. You could. Okay. Could you? All right. Now we can get into so, it. So true crime tonight, guys. We are getting into one of my personal uh favorites. it's not oh, even a yeah. serial killer, honestly. Um, Ed Gain, who you most of you actually have heard of him as being tied to movies that we love, uh, shows, you know, stuff like that. He has been, he's an interesting fellow. <laughs> to say the least. He has only been confirmed to kill two people. So he's not really a serial killer, but let's talk about why a is so
1: interesting. So, guys, we're going to rely on Wikipedia tonight for the majority of our information, um, mainly because when we went to other sources, uh, a lot of it was limited. Um, and I'm sure most of you who are familiar with true crime know a lot about Ed Gain. A lot of podcasts have been done about him. Shows have been done about him. Um, but specifically, the Wikipedia page references a large, if not all, portion of of a book by a true crime author by the name of Harold Schechter. Um, This guy is amazing. I highly recommend if you're into true crime to get a hold of his books. He's written about Albert Fish, Jesse Pomeroy, Bell Bell Gunnis, who I can't wait to do a podcast episode about. Um, But the one specifically that he did about Ed Gain that references the majority of the Wikipedia page is Deviant. The shocking true story of the original Psycho. Um, and the entire book is about Ed Gein. Um, referencing Psycho, uh, as Casper mentioned, as far as movies and TV shows that have been inspired by Ed Gein, Psycho, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Current, Silence of the Lambs. And we will get into later in the podcast as to the references and those movies specifically that Ed Gein uh, inspired. Yes. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. Uh, I know so much about this guy. Yep. Um, I feel like him, Dahmer and Bundy, I really like, those were like my first introductions. So, and Gacy. Uh, so I wrapped my mind around those guys oh, specifically yeah. and learned like everything
0: I could. Um, I remember on slow days at work when I worked at the bank, we would like on, on slow days, I would go on Google and Google these people and just read all about them. I actually have copies of Ed Gaines uh
1: fingerprints. You've yeah, never a, told me that. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I want copies. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> you know, you just have the idle things you have laying around your house. Um,
0: I don't put them on display, you know. <laughs> I would have a I would have a room for shit little. like that. <laughs> You're not a fucking weirdo. I'm over here like i don't have a whole room. You
1: know it's whatever it's you know I saw it, I was like, "Oh, hey, that's pretty cool. um, he just
0: it's just it's fascinating. stuff and, like this um, has always been so fascinating to the both of us that it's it's not idolization, it's not worshiping, it's not condoning anything that they did. It's just downright fascinating, well,
1: and I think when we reference the topic of nature versus nurture, which we've talked about a lot when we do our true crime episodes uh Ed Gain is definitely uh nurture one of these where his, up, uh, bless you, his upbringing, bless you again, directly affected damn and, bless God, you again, um, <laughs> like, I can't do it. You guys, damn it. Allergies are unreal. This is why I thought I've had the Rona at least 85,000 times. <laughs>
0: Actually, Um, more
1: like 86. I think I've (laughs) A day. I I should preface, 85,000 times a A day, day. Yes, I think I've had it. um, Because allergies are ridiculous. Uh,
0: Anyway. I even posted that on Twitter. (laughs) I said, you know, sometimes when your throat feels a little funny, but you slept with the window open last night and you had terrible allergies, but you're still like...
1: (laughs) (laughs) When you have terrible allergies and acid reflux and you haven't taken your Prilosec, but you took your allergy pill and you still think it's corona... Okay, there we go. And after all that, you still
0: think you got the Rona. So I literally quarantined myself for a day (coughs) because I, my throat hurt so bad and I had no other symptoms. It was just my throat. And I did have a headache because my throat hurt so bad. And I was like, oh, next morning was fine. Yeah. It was allergies because I slept that night with the window open.
1: Oh, this is exactly why I don't sleep with the window open because I will be a I'll I'll just yes. It's literally what season is this? Is it allergies? Is my whole my or the whole
0: head? My whole entire head won't <laughs> feel like because I look at the, the corona. Up the corona um symptoms and I'm like, but these are symptoms of allergies. Oh, you can't.
1: <laughs> have you seen the TikToks of the guy who literally the only and other people have had this too? The absolute only symptoms he has had is he lost his sense of taste and smell. That's it. Yep. That's it. I no saw- fever, no nut. No- like literally nothing. Literally nothing. He just can't smell or taste anything. I saw a girl bite into an onion. That's what he did. He bit into an onion, took a shot of lemon juice and a teaspoon of garlic paste. He said, all I did was blow up my sinuses. <laughs> That girl's like, it burns a little bit. It it burns, but she goes, I didn't yeah, taste it. nothing. Nothing. I was like, oh my God. Okay. Oh God. No, and
0: then I- I'm seeing people like every morning I wake up, I smell my downy.
1: <laughs> Me with my pumpkin spice <laughs> candle. <laughs> I can smell it. I
0: can smell it. I can smell it. Because one of my friends actually said, uh, not one of my friends, but someone on the internet said she got up and made her coffee. Yeah. And couldn't smell it. No. And she said, mm. so she started smelling garlic or no, she, she did the the downy thing first, couldn't smell her bounce sheets. Nope. And the last thing she did was garlic and she couldn't smell it. Oh, And she was like, fuck. <laughs> so she went and got tested and she had it, but that's the, that's the only yeah. thing she that's had. A... Yep. Couldn't smell. No. Yeah, this thing is fu- Yeah, anyway, what we're gonna
1: thing? get off of that. because okay. this thing is ridiculous.
0: The, how long have we been ranting about the coronavirus? So as virus, as far as okay, as far as
1: I'm concerned, I've, I've, I, I've, I've, I've just had it. I, I don't. I just, I've had it, like motherfucker. I don't you know. know. But,
0: I don't even know. <laughs> I don't think I've had it, but I don't.
1: No, but but I, anxiety. anxiety and <laughs> right. You've had it. No, you haven't. Shut up.
0: <laughs> like, I don't think I've had it, but I no. know some people that I think have had it like back last year, like the end of last year. I think they had it. Anyway.
1: I, I think I had it like two years ago. Okay. Anyway, sorry.
0: Like for real. <laughs> like, no. She was like, actually <laughs> four score and <in> 20. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it was like old English. <laughs> <clears throat> um, So, Ed Gain, (coughs) and of course, you know he has to have three names because you have to. Edward Theodore. Theodore. I went in the chair. So, Edward Theodore Gain, also known as the Butcher of Plainfield or Plainfield Ghoul, was born, I'm sorry, I got a text, couldn't read that, was born August 27th, 1906 and died July 26th of 1984. Uh, He was an American convicted murderer and body snatcher. Guy's crimes committed around his hometown of Plainsfield, Wisconsin, gathered widespread notoriety in 1957 after authorities discovered he had exhumed corpses from the local graveyards and fashioned trophies and keepsakes from their bones and skin. He also confessed to killing two women, uh, tavern owner Mary Hogan in 1954 and hardware store owner Bernice Warden in 1957. He was initially found unfit to stand trial and confined to a mental health facility. By 1968, he was judged competent to stand trial. He was found guilty of the murder of Warden, but he was found legally insane and demanded and was remanded to a psychiatric institution. He died at Mendota Mental Health Institute of Respiratory Failure. Whoa. He died of Mendota at Mendota Mental Health Institute of Respiratory Failure. On July 26, 1984, age 77, he is buried next to his family in the Plainfield Cemetery in a now unmarked grave.
1: Yeah, it's unmarked because someone stole it and it went missing for years until it finally showed up, I think, in, like, Seattle. We'll read that later. Uh, yeah, so that's that's why people wanted it. I mean... I have copies of his fingerprints. I don't know. I can't say anything. I technically- You're like, I really can't- I wouldn't want his fucking gravestone, but,
0: you know. No.
1: You know. I don't
0: want anyone's gravestone. I
1: really don't. Um, at all. Do you mind if I read his childhood part?
0: I mind. Damn it. (laughs) I absolutely mind. How dare you take this away from me? First you wear my jacket tonight, and now you want to take this away from me? I fucking swear, God damn it! <laughs> I think I broke her. I don't. Know. <laughs> she wore my jacket tonight, guys, and now she wants to read this. You know what? You can do this podcast. <laughs> I really can't. And she said I couldn't even be serious when I did I'm like, it. I'm like I, I, I need couldn't even. Be- I just wanted to read the childhood. My fucking God. Calm down. (laughs) Why are you so mad? Oh my God. I started laughing so hard. (laughs) My eyes twitching. I don't know what came over me. I was like, oh my God. No, that was funny.
1: That was funny. You guys, if if you're new, I hope you're still listening.
0: (laughs) They're like, if you. (laughs) This is our dynamic, yo, yo. Like, I don't. I would never literally be happens. like, "How fucking dare you want to read something over me?" And then get up and be like, "I'm done with this podcast. I'm not too done." What? Fuck you. Fuck this podcast. You know what? Dasana on you. <laughs> Dasana on this podcast. Oh,
1: we are going to talk sorry. about Ed Game. <laughs> I swear. I swear we are, I swear, thank you Thank you if you're still listening <laughs> um, I know a few who would be uh, Support our sponsors uh, So Ed Gain was Born in La Crosse County, Wisconsin On August 27th, 1906 uh, He was the second of Two boys, George Philip Gain, 1873 to 1940 and Augusta, Augusta. Yeah, Willeming, uh Maiden name was Lurkey, it looks like Uh, She was born in eighteen seventy-eight and died in nineteen forty-five. Gain had an elder brother, Henry George Gain, nineteen hundred one to
0: nineteen forty-four. Okay, can we talk Um, about the fact that George Phillips sounds like the name of a fucking um, goat, and how Augusta Willemine sounds like a really strange name for a bird? And then you got Henry George, who's like the King the Third. What is this? What is this? (laughs) Like, I just, I just spotted the
1: elusive (laughs) Augusta Willemine in an oak
0: i thought they were so great i thought they were
1: extinct um (laughs) oh my god that name for real though like it sounds like
0: a very you know
1: you gotta think she was born at like the end of the 19th what 18 19th century so like 1878 like these names my god like these all carried over from the old country i mean like quite quite literally um, also, I know there's been several enunciations, pronunciations of gain, 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 whatever. I've, I've heard people pronounce it a million different ways. For the sake of this podcast, we're just going to say gain. It's just easier to say it that way. Um, Augusta hated her husband. Augusta hated everybody. Okay. Let's so if we can just be real. Um, Ed Gain's mother was a Fucking religious, fanatical, psychotic woman. That's putting it um, <laughs> And you'll see where a lot, if anybody out there is a psycho fan, is a Norman Bates fan, is even more importantly a Bates Motel fan. Yes. Because that goes really extensively into the relationship between Norman and Norma. Um, you'll understand the comparisons and the inspirations of Ed and Augusta with those two. Uh, it, It's you'll see it. Um, so she specifically hated her husband. He was an alcoholic who was never able to keep a job. He worked at various times as a carpenter, Tanner insurance salesman. George did own a local grocery store for a few years, but he ended up selling the business and the family left the city to live in isolation in Plainfield, Wisconsin at the 155 acre farm that ultimately became their permanent residence. Augusta took advantage of the farm's isolation by turning away outsiders who could have influenced her sons and Gain <clears throat> left the farm only to attend school. Um, mainly the reason why I, that she really hated her husband is because she felt like he was less of a man that he should have been uh, the breadwinner, you know, an upstanding in her eyes, what she thought was a godly Christian hardworking man. And he just wasn't that to her. Outside of school, uh, Gaines spent most of his time doing chores on the farm. Augusta was fervently religious and nominally Lutheran. She preached to her boys about the innate immorality of the world, the evil of drinking, and her belief that all women except for herself were naturally promiscuous and instruments of the devil. She reserved time every afternoon to read to them from the Bible, usually selecting verses from the Old Testament and Book of Revelations, oh those are the best, um, concerning death, murder, and divine retribution. Gain was shy and classmates and teachers remembered him having strange mannerisms. Um, I've heard this actually in countless interviews. There was a really good biography episode years ago where they interviewed people in town and even class former classmates of Ed Gain that said he would just he would talk to himself and laugh at himself almost as if like he was carrying on full-blown conversations with himself that nobody knew. Um, And then of course, to make matters worse, Augusta punished him anytime he tried to make friends. Despite his social poor social development, he actually did fairly well in school, particularly in
0: reading. At this point, you guys should definitely be thinking about Bates Motel. Do you see the parallels between Norman and Norma right there? Just saying. Just saying.
1: Yeah. Um. Something that Wikipedia doesn't get into, but that I'll get into later, that she used to make Ed do after their father died Uh. that I saw on a YouTube video years ago really makes this go off the deep end. It really does, because um, I know
0: what you're talking about. I saw it. Yeah. I saw that, too. On April
1: 1st, 1940, Gaines' father, George, died of heart failure caused by his alcoholism. He was only 66 years old. Henry and Ed began doing odd jobs around town to help cover living expenses. The brothers, generally considered reliable and honest by residents of the community, both worked as handymen, gained frequently a uh, babysat for the neighbors. He enjoy- I know it's weird looking at pictures of him and thinking about what he did later. I'm like, this guy babysitting kids in the neighborhood? No. I I just... Oh,
0: okay. Um, no! <laughs> I just...
1: Okay. Um... <laughs> But like Wikipedia said, and again, because I think even with the isolation from his mother, I do believe Ed probably slight. I think he actually did have a low IQ. I think that was something that was discovered later. So I think that's why he probably was more of a natural babysitter, because he related to children more than he did adults. Uh, Henry, his older brother, started dating a divorced mother of two and planned to move in with her. He worried about his brothers' attachment to their mother and often spoke ill of her. uh, Who and Ed would respond with shock and hurt. Dylan. Yeah. (laughs) Um. On May sixteenth, nineteen forty-four. Now this is really interesting. Henry and Ed were burning away marsh vegetation on the property. The fire got out of control, and the local fire department was called. By the end of the day, the fire having been extinguished and the firefighters gone. Gain reported Henry missing with lanterns and flashlights, a search party began and, uh, his dead body was found lying face down. Apparently had been dead for some time and it appeared that the cause of death with heart was heart failure. Um, he had not been burned or injured otherwise. Um, now it was later reported again, like we mentioned, uh, Harold Schechter, most of which this article came from the book I mentioned, uh, Henry had bruises on his head. This was actually... Harold was able to find this later on an autopsy report. Um, police dismissed the possibility of foul play, and the county coroner later stated that the official cause of death was asphyxi- asphy- asphyxiation. I hate this fucking word. <laughs> um, you know, which could have been likely to the the brush fire getting out of control and the smoke inhalation taking over. That could be likely. Uh, The authorities accepted the accident theory, but no official investigation was conducted and an autopsy was not performed. Um, So I'm sorry, the coroner's report, not the autopsy report said that there were bruises on his head. Um, Sometime later, I I should also mention that a lot of families that are extremely religious, I'm assuming Augusta would have ordered this for him to not have an autopsy. That is, that is not uncommon at all. Um, Sometime later, in retrospect, it was thought that Ed had killed his brother. Questioning gain about the death of Bernice Warden in 1957, state investigator Joe Wilmanowski brought up questions about Henry's death. George W. Arndt, who studied the case, wrote that in retrospect it was possible and likely that Henry's death was a Cain and Abel aspect Ooh. to the case. I I believe this. Yeah. I believe this. I I think Ed killed him.
0: I think Eld, Eld. I think Ed killed him too. I
1: I think he did. I I mean, you know, he Ed was in love with his mother. Okay. Straight up. <laughs> he was in love with his mother. Straight up. So when we mentioned that she would read Bible verses to him, it went deeper than that. So much deeper. Um she caught him masturbating one time in the bathroom when he was in the bathtub. And mind you, this would have been when he's like well into his 20s, 30s. He was, um, so wait, 1945. He would have been 40 when she died, right? So quite literally 40-year-old virgin, okay? Um, yeah. So this would have been like in his 20s, 30s she caught him doing this. So from that point on she would make Ed masturbate in front of her while she would read Bible verses to him. Now I saw this in a YouTube video. I think that this was, this was something that either was mentioned at Ed's trial or something that a therapist or reporter later asked Ed about or was brought up somehow. But Again, I have I have no other way to corroborate this, but I'm telling you, I believe this 110%. I could like, how totally could you, believe that. How could you make something like that up? I could totally believe she did. I think why it's so shocking to people is, guys, you have to remember this was when he was doing these things, these th- when she was doing these things, these were in the 19. 19- My dad was born in 1947. Okay. You didn't have a TV. You listen to the, you listen to fucking H.G. Wells on the goddamn radio. Like this is literally the times we're living in. If you guys don't understand, we don't. I mean, I'm in my, I'm in my 30s. Caspers in her 20s. We don't, we don't fucking understand. But if if you listen to stories that your grandparents, or if you have older parents like I do, if you listen to stories that they told when they were kids. This shit was going on in that time. Could you imagine hearing about somebody doing that to their fucking kid now? Think Everyone. about that shit happening back when TV didn't even fucking exist. So, yeah, I mean, this is some unreal shit, you know? I mean, who who do you tell that to? Like, who do you even... I mean, Augusta was insane. I, I think, again... Norma and Norman. Ed was in love with her. This is the only female he ever knew. The only female he ever did anything sex remotely sexual around. And she's reading the Book of Revelations to him. Like, I mean, it's... And it will rain hellfire. Like... (laughs) Guys. And he's in his... And it's also, this isn't like you're... Busting your fourteen-year-old doing this—he's like in his thirties. I mean, like something very normal a grown man does, and she's. Yeah, guys, I'm but you just, also have to look. Remember. I'm shaping a picture. I'm not excusing again. He was not a serial killer, but and I'm not excusing the two women that he did murder. But I'm—we're trying to paint a very clear picture of this is 1940s, 1950s small town, Plainfield, Wisconsin, on a almost 200-acre farm that he is isolated in with this crazy, fanatical religion. I mean... You guys
0: also have to know... Sexually, still, how do you
1: feel? This is Mentally, still religiously, how do
0: you feel? This is still a thing. Uh, masturbation is considered a sin. Yeah. If you guys didn't so, actually know that, most religions that are... The religion oh, I was a yeah, big in. time. Masturbation was oh, considered
1: yeah. a sin. Oh, absolutely no, no way so, do you masturbate. Oh my god. No. Yeah, no, absolutely not. So
0: yeah, I mean I like I said, there's nothing corroborating this. So but I don't know if she I, was like punishing him. By making him do that and her reading Bible verses, but I'm like, if you thought that was a sin, then why are you having him do it? Because I think she got off on it. Oh yeah, that's, that's why possible. I'm saying this whole fucking yeah. Norma and Norma. That's why I'm saying this whole fucking thing is this so- dynamic.
1: Di- I'm te- look, look. <laughs> Look, I think it even went even further than that. And I'm, again, I... I it
0: would not surprise me if she touched him. Oh, I think it she probably jerked me. him
1: off and then was reading from the Bible. Good I Lord. mean, come... Guys, if you aren't permanently until the end of time fucked up forever after going through something like that, then I don't, I, I don't even know. I don't even <laughs> know. Was I think that's why ultimately they did deem him insane. D- this this would count. You would be insane. You would be insane after this. You would literally be insane. He's definitely one of the ones I
0: feel for cause, you know. He... Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Cause the come one, on just oh my god. What what? You know, I i am you know what too? I think she told him to kill Henry. It wouldn't surprise me wouldn't again because she either. wanted
0: to be alone with him. Yep.
1: Yep. Anyway, uh god, this one's crazy. Uh, So now, after Henry's dead, they're all alone. Augusta did uh, ultimately suffer a stroke after Henry's death and uh, became completely devoted to Ed taking care of her. Sometime in 1945, Ed recounted a story about his mother visiting a local man by the name of Smith who lived nearby and she was there to purchase straw. According to Ed, Augusta witnessed Smith beating a dog. A woman inside presumed to be I guess wife or his wife or girlfriend uh started yelling at him to come inside and yelled and to stop beating the dog but Smith beat the dog to death. Augusta was extremely upset. However, she wasn't upset because he brutally beat the dog to death. She was upset about the presence of the woman. Augusta told Ed that the woman was not married to Smith apparently so she had no business being there and she angrily called her a harlot. She had Bible a second term for stroke. <clears throat> yeah. She had a second stroke soon after because she's an angry old bitter crazy bitch and It actually says th- it actually says that and her health deteriorated <laughs> rapidly. She died on December 29th, 1945 <laughs> at the age of 67. Ed was absolutely devastated author Harold Schechter uh, wrote in his book that Ed had lost his only friend and his one true love and that he was now absolutely alone in the world. Yeah, that, that day shattered his psyche that day, December 29th, 1945 shattered his psyche. I I firmly believe that. I mean, she was, um,
0: well, he didn't know how to live. He, he didn't know she was his mother, she was his lover,
1: she was his friend, she was his teacher, she was his religious confidant. She, I mean, she was literally, ev- literally his entire world. Yeah, so that he had what else was he going to do? And, and by all accounts, even though he was a grown man by this time, 40 years old. He was very childlike because I think, you know, again, IQ, low IQ comes into play. uh, Whatever type of mental uh, difficulties he or, you know, he had going on, on top of the um, very disturbing upbringing that he had. I I think that it was just a matter of time that that everything ultimately went down the way it did. Mm -hmm. I'll let you get into the crimes. I'll just, this is kind of, kind of miscellaneous, but it just gives you an idea of some odd jobs that Gain did. Um, He boarded up rooms um, actually after I'm sorry. He was a handyman and he received a farm subsidy from the federal government starting in 1951. He occasionally worked for the local municipal road crew and crop threshing crews in the area, and sometime between 1946 and 1956, he sold an 80-acre parcel of the land that his brother Henry had originally owned. Um so the way he held on to the farm after Augusta died was doing those various odd jobs. But now again, <laughs> this is going to sound very much like Norman Bates. This is actually going all the way back to the original movie, Psycho. After Augusta died, he boarded up all the rooms that she used. Uh, pretty much the entire upstairs. He left it completely untouched. Uh, her bedroom, the downstairs parlor, everything that she touched, he left in complete pristine condition. Boarded up her bedroom Uh Didn't want anybody to go in it. He didn't even go in it. Um, The rest of the house, he lived in complete squalor. Um, He kept himself confined to one room next to the kitchen. Uh, And then also around this time was when he became very interested in reading pulp magazines and adventure stories, ones that particularly involved atrocities in Nazi Germany and cannibals um this was corroborated of course by various uh items that were found in his home after the police search so we'll get into the the crimes here that he committed
0: so in the morning of november night 9th... and that's all folks yep <laughs> <laughs> deep, 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 deep. <laughs> so the morning of november not 9th... damn <laughs> um so on the morning of November sixteenth, nineteen fifty-seven, Plainsfield Hardware Store Bernice Warden had disappeared. A Plainville, Plainsville resident reported that the hardware store's truck had been driven out from the rear of the building around nine thirty a.m. The hardware store was closed the entire day. Some area residents believe this was because of deer hunting season. But Bernice Warden's son, Deputy Sheriff Frank Warden, entered the store around five p.m. to find the store's cash register open and bloodstains on the floor. Not good. Mm-mm. Frank Warden told investigators that Ed Gain had been in the store the evening before his mother dis- mother's disappearance, and that he would return the next morning for a gallon of antifreeze. A sales slip for the gallon of antifreeze was the last receipt written by Warden on the morning she disappeared. On the evening of the same day, Gain was arrested at <clears throat> West Plainsfield Grocery Store. At the Washara Con- County Sheriff's Department, searched the Ed searched the Gain farm. Uh, it's Washara I believe it's Washawa. Washa okay. Washawa, yeah. County Sheriff's Deputy discovered Warden's decapitated body in a shed on Gaines property, hung upside down by her legs, with a crossbar at her ankles and ropes at her wrists. The torso was dressed out yep. like a deer. Yep. She'd been shot with a twenty-two caliber rifle, and the mutilations were made after death. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a trigger warning <laughs> right now because I'm it's about right. to tell you what they found in this house. And this is, this right here is what makes him so fascinating. It wasn't just him killing her. This is what they found in the house. This is also,
1: uh, after she reads this, you guys will understand where the
0: inspiration for Texas Chainsaw Massacre came from. Yes. Whole human bones and fragments. Okay. A wastebasket made of human skin. Human skin covering several chair seats. <gasps> that one I'm like, I don't like how that's put. <laughs> At all. <clears throat> skulls on bedposts. Female skulls with the tops sawn off. Bowls made of human made from human skulls. A corset made from a female torso skinned from shoulders to waist. Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs. Leggings made from human leg like, skin. I think he missed the point of leggings. Masks made from skin of the female heads. Mary Hogan's face mask in a paper bag, that right there, that's leather face one hundred percent. Mary Hogan's skull in a box. Bernice Warden's entire head in a burlap sack. Bernice Warden's heart in a plastic bag in front of Gaines' pot bellied stove. Nine vulvae in a shoebox. Yeah, if you guys don't know what that is. I'm sure all the females do. Oh, great. A young girl's dress and the vulvas of two females judged to have been about 15 years old. A belt made from female nipples. Four noses. I love how this just says four noses. Like, what the fuck? Where where were the noses? noses four noses. Just four noses. A pair of lips on a window shade drawstring. <laughs> yep. A lampshade made from the skin of a human face and fingernails from female fingers. Just let all of that sink in. These artifacts were photographed at the state crime laboratory and then decently disposed of. <sighs> One question... Guy told investigators that between 40, 1947 and 1952, he made as many as 40 nocturnal visits to three local graveyards to exhume recently buried bodies while he was in a daze-like state. On about 30 of those visits, he said he came out of the daze while in the cemetery, left the grave in good order, and returned home empty-handed. On other occasions, he dug up the graves of recently buried middle-aged women he thought resembled his mother and took the bodies home, where he tanned their skins to make his paraphernalia. Gain admitted to stealing from nine graves, (coughs) excuse me, from local cemeteries, and led investigators to their locations. Alan Wilomofsky of the State Crime Laboratory participated in opening three test graves identified by Gain. The caskets were inside wooden boxes. The top boards ran crossways, not lengthwise. The tops of the boxes were about two feet below the surface in the sandy soil. Gain had robbed the graves soon after the funerals while the graves were not completed. The test graves were exhumed because authorities were uncertain as to whether the slight Gain was capable of single handedly digging up a grave during a single evening. They were, f- they were found as Gain described. Two of the exhumed graves were found empty, one had a crowbar in the place of the body. One casket was empty, one casket Gain had failed to open while he lost his pry bar, and most of the body was gone from the third grave. Yet Gain had returned rings and some body parts, thus apparently corroborating Gain's confession. Soon after his mother's death, Gain began to create a woman suit so that he he could become his mother to literally crawl into her skin. He denied having sex with the bodies he exhumed, explaining they smelled too bad. Oh, that's good to (sighs) know. During state crime laboratory interrogation, Gain also admitted to the shooting death of Mary Hogan, a tavern owner missing since 1954, whose head was found in this house, but he later denied memory of details of her death. A 16 year old youth whose parents were friends of Gain and who attended ball games and movies with him reported that Gain kept shrunken heads in his house, which he had described as relics from the Philippines sent by a cousin who had served on the islands during World War II. Upon investigation by the police, these were determined to be human facial skins carefully peeled from corpses and used by Gain as masks. Gain was also considered a suspect in several other unsolved cases in Wisconsin, including the 1953 disappearance of Evelyn Hartley, a lacrosse babysitter. During questioning, Washara County Sheriff Art Schley reportedly assaulted Gain by banging his head and face into a brick wall. As a result, his initial confession was ruled inadmissible. Schley died of heart failure at age 43 and 68 before Gain's trial. Many who knew Schley said he was traumatized by the horror of Gaines crimes, and this along with the fear of having to testify, especially about assaulting Gain, caused his death. One of his friends said he was a victim of Ed Gain as surely as if he had butchered him.
1: On November Yeah, I think that was just too much I mean again, (sighs) guys nineteen fifties and he saw all of that and then had to listen to testimony that the reason why he did it was because he basically wanted his mother back and was trying to literally make a skin suit so he could crawl into her. Now, if you remember Buffalo Bill from The Silence of the Lambs made his skin suit because he was very confused about his sexuality and he felt that was the only way that he could become a woman was to literally make a woman's suit. Um which is nonetheless crazy. But uh, Ed, his reasons for doing it, I mean, again, you you see the psychological scars that his mother left all over him because there's no other reason unless you're you're criminally insane that you would have the need to do that. Um, I know there were times mentioned that these days-like states that he would turn into... Uh, again, this is was inspiration for Psycho, um, that he would hear his mother inside of his head. And that, w- that was when he kind of felt like he was sort of in and out, that he was, when he would come back from those states at night, it was like he was his self again. But when he was in those moments, it was either him as his mother or he was hearing his mother in his head. So again, Norma Norman. Very, 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 very much so. He not only wanted his mother, he wanted to be his mother. So, yep. But why? They'll say she wouldn't even hurt to fly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Also, fun fact, if you didn't know the woman who played, was it the woman who played his mother in the original Psycho? That's Jamie Lee's mom? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I thought.
1: No, uh, the woman that was, ki- uh, no.
0: Oh no, Not it wasn't. No, it wasn't the mother. I'm sorry. It was um. Mm. Her name's Janet Lee in real life, guys. Literally uh, the most famous picture from any movie oh ever. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> yeah. She's basically the main
1: character marion crane thank you okay i was about to say can you look this uh, up i was about I'm... to
0: because my brain <laughs> is not working i'm like you've only seen that movie a thousand times the woman who played his mother her real name was vera that's that's the connection i'm getting because i was like what her real name was vera and i loved the fact that the woman who played his mom in bates vera her name is vera and that's not a very usual name. You don't hear that name very no. often, so mm-hmm. not I just at all. I kind of liked that. Anyway, so on November twenty first, in nineteen fifty seven, Gain was what is that word? A, a rain. Thank you. I was like, you know, guys, I What's had an like education. Together, I had an education, and it's I okay. swear, I some did. words you just look at them and you're like, no that yeah some of them i'm i'm hooked on phonics so like just no <laughs> um so he was arraigned on one court of first degree murder in Washara count. sorry one count did i say court <laughs> uh first degree murder in Washara County court there we go got it you know what they're too close together
1: way too close <laughs> in your defense how dare you put two words that look exactly the same that close together is not fucking fair.
0: No, especially for people like me who can't fucking read. I love you. In Washara County Court, where he pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity, he was diagnosed with schizophrenia and found mentally incompetent, thus unfit for trial. He was sent to the Central State Hospital for the Criminally Insane, now called the Dodge Correctional Institution, a maximum securities facility in w- Wapun, Wisconsin? We'll go with it. Weapon, weapon. We'll yeah. Later transferred to the Mendota State Hospital in Madison, Wisconsin. In 1968, doctors determined Gain was mentally able to confer with counsel and participate in his defense. The trial began on November 7th, 1968 and lasted one week. A psychiatrist testified that Gain had told him he did not know whether the killing of Bernice Warden was intentional or accidental. Gain had told him that while he examined a gun in Warden's store, the gun went off, killing Warden. Gain testified after trying to load a bullet into the rifle at discharge. He said he had not aimed the rifle at Warden. He did not remember anything else that happened that morning. At the request of the defense, Gain's trial was held without a jury. With Ju- Judge Robert H. Galmar presiding, Gain was found guilty by Galmar on November by him on November 14th. A second trial dealt with Gain's sanity. After testimony by doctors for the prosecution and defense, Gallmar ru- ruled Gain not guilty by reason of insanity and ordered him to be committed to Central State Hospital for the criminally insane. Gain spent the rest of his life in a mental hospital. Judge Gomar wrote, due to prohibitive costs, Gain was tried for only one murder, that of Miss Warden. He also admitted to killing Mary Hogan.
1: Yeah, I think that's just really sad. Uh, I feel like Mary Hogan was kind of like this sort of unsung victim in this whole thing. Um. She was described as a, as a spitfire. Uh, she was this really strong willed, hard, hard-working, self-made woman, um, that owned and operated the bar on her own. Um, and I think how the story went was Ed just happened to come in one night. I think after they, I, I think he had possibly shown some interest in her before, um, possibly romantically because she was a little bit younger than bernice warden so not really so much the mom aspect um and again i think showing any bit of attraction to her i think mother i think augusta kind of came into play during one of those fugue states he would have and uh probably was pissed that he was attracted to a woman um and i think I think he shot her. I think he actually did shoot Mary Hogan. I think he walked into the bar, I believe it might have been after hours, and uh, he shot her. Um, but again, you know, I I, I think these states... I, I think that he probably had schizophrenia
0: oh, yeah. very early I, on. I feel like, I think that you know, was that whole thing that's showed in Bates Motel, when he sees her, I think... Like that fracture in reality. I feel reality like that's a lot is to do with schizophrenia. He probably saw her. Yeah. He probably did.
1: Because, you know, it's not... I think Augusta then. never left him. No. Just like Norman, Norma never left Norman. Augusta never left Ed. I think she was always with him. She was always with him. Always. I think she was deep in his head. And... I, I think the schizophrenia was always there. They always say that people with schizophrenia start don't start to show it until later in life. And typically it's around a, a really traumatic moment. Like, And I think, you know, he's 40, Augusta dies, and that was it. Click. That was what <laughs> fractured the whole thing. And then all of a sudden the schizophrenia was full-blown and... Now Ed became Augusta, and Augusta became Ed, and she was, she was with him from that point on. His psyche fractured. That was it. After that point, so yeah, I mean, it's this. This is, this is why we wanted to do this podcast so bad because this is one. This is just such a sad tale
0: of. Because to be honest with you, when I finished Bates, spoiler alert. Um, the end of Base Motel when the way it ends is so sad. Yeah, that I actually cried because let's be honest, the whole thing could have just been called Poor Dylan. Um, Ooh, boy, he did everything he could to help his brother, everything he could, and then he ended up having to kill him. And when he killed him like when he shot him and he was dying he said thank you he was in so much pain from losing his mom he said thank you for him shooting him and he died in his fucking arms but he got reunited with his mom. like the whole fucking end of that show i was like wait d- don't
1: confuse people even though you're doing this spoiler. who got shot Norman what got shot. Okay. I'm Dylan sorry. shot you Norman. Did, you did not preface that so or make sorry. that clear the way it I knew, but the way it was sounding, I was like, okay, so for people who don't know no. like help them. Cause this is
0: not this is sounding very confusing. No, Dylan shot Norman because Norman was literally so long story short, Norman literally dug his mother up and set her around the house. She was dis like she was actually like, um, What's the word? When you're, dis- dis- you're dead and you're decomposing. decomposing. There we go. Right. When he, w- he would keep her in a freezer, but there was times he would put her around the house where she wasn't in the freezer. Obviously, over time, that's going to smell. The dead bodies. Um, dead With
1: the dead bodies. So
0: he had her sitting up at the dinner table and wanted Dylan to come over for dinner. He saw her, got sick, things escalated, and basically he shot Norman. Dylan shot Norman because Norman was coming at him. He was literally like to the point of no return at that point. And when he was lay when they were laying in the kitchen together and Dylan was holding Norman as he was dying, he looked up at Dylan and he said, Thank you, and he dies. Again, spoiler alert in his arms. And then he reunites with Norma. So it's like you shouldn't feel sorry for him. But you do because you watched everything that led up to that moment. Because when you first start Bates Motel, he's very typical. He's a very typical teenage boy. His mom's a little crazy still, but he's still very, he's pretty normal at the beginning. And you just watch him deteriorate over time. And by the time that Norma dies, and by the, well, Norma quote unquote dies, he kills her, but by the time that she dies and. He, uh, all of that stuff happens. It's all in season five. He's about a young adult, so he's probably around twenty five years old. It's so fucking sad. Yeah, it's like, the end of it. It's so his sad.
1: Psyche just shatters. It's it's yeah it's um. I mean, you can't help but feel sorry for someone when they're raised in an environment like that, and then they're, you know. It, it, they don't. They don't know. They're so isolated. And I. I think you know Bates Motel gave a little bit different of a story. Um, yeah, it wasn't in exact. the original Psycho story because it was a little bit more modernized. Mm-hmm. But originally, you know, Norman was very shut off. Like Norma made sure that he was. You know, mother made sure that he was very shut off, especially after his. You know, father was died killed whatever um so again and and again very much like Ed, so that she could exert this power over him and just keep him completely isolated because she felt like the rest of the world was just evil specifically women except her so it was all a part of it it was all a part of it and you just can't help but feel sorry for Ed I mean that's that's specifically why out of anybody else, this story really made me just like whoo boy if it if it had not been for how disturbing this upbringing was god only knows what what he could have become i mean i still think that the mental disabilities would have been a thing but uh never to the extent of killing someone or all of these all of this digging up the graves and all this crazy shit and the skin suit and all of that i mean it never would have escalated to that point if he had not been raised in an environment like that. I, I truly don't believe that it, that it was all in the makings of the, the seed that Augusta planted all those years back throughout his life. She never
0: left him, and that was that was it. So his house and 195-acre property were appraised at about $4,700, which now would be about $42,000. His possessions were scheduled to be auctioned on March thirtieth, 1958, amidst rumors that the house and the land it stood on might become a tourist attraction. Early on the morning of March twentieth, the house was destroyed by fire. A deputy fire marshal reported that a garbage fire had been set 75 feet from the house by a cleaning crew, who were given the task of disposing of refuse. Further, the hot coals were recovered from the spot on the bonfire, and fire from the bonfire's location did not travel along the ground to the house. Arson was suspected, but the cause of the fire was never officially determined. I don't think they gave a fuck. I don't think
1: anybody in that little bitty ass town wanted anything to fucking do with Ed Gain and that craziness. They wanted it fucking gone. When
0: he, when Gain learned of the incident while in detention, he shrugged and said, just as well. His 1949 Ford sedan, which he used to haul the bodies of his victims, was sold at a public auction for $760. $760. Which is equivalent to 6700 and now to Carnival Slide Sideshow operator Bunny Gibbons. Gibbons charged Carnival goers 25 cents admission to see it. Yeah, there was actually some controversy with that. Uh, it said that the car was
1: first displayed in Seymour, Wisconsin in 1958. In the first two days, it pulled in over 2,000 visitors. It immediately was embroiled in controversy and officials from the mental health of America of Wisconsin fought to close it. Despite Gibbon's initial delight with the publicity, interest began to fade quickly. While visiting Slinger, Wisconsin, the town sheriff shut down. Eventually, the state of Wisconsin completely banned the exhibit. He tried to travel to southern Illinois, but he slowly faded into obscurity. So, I mean, it's probably safe to say that he at least made his money back on the investment, mm-hmm. but um Yeah. I mean, I think it was, I think probably a few people probably were, were fascinated enough to see it. I mean, there's, there's pictures you can find online of, you know, people crowding around, peeking through the windows of the house before it was ultimately set on fire to see inside. Just curiosity even even in a time like that, as, as disturbing as it was, people were so curious, like, how wh- how could this happen? And uh, I think that's why fascination grew so much and why books were written, movies inspired, because, again, during this, especially during this time in this part of America, this was completely unheard of. This just did not happen. This didn't happen.
0: So. So he died at the Mendota Mental Health Hospital. Lord. Mental (laughs) Health Institute due to respiratory failure, secondary to lung cancer. At the age of 77 on July 26th of 1984. Over the years, souvenir seekers chipped pieces of his gravestone at the Plainville Cemetery. Until the stone itself was stolen in 2000. It was recovered in 2001 near Seattle and placed in storage at the Washara County Sheriff's Department. The gravesite itself is now unmarked, but not unknown. Gain is in 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 interred. Thank you. Between his parents and brother in the cemetery. Yeah, it's
1: also it's it's very easily, very easy to find. You know, we we named his his parents and his brother, so you know if you go on find a grave, it's very easy to find where their gravesites are. Um, I mean, if people are that interested, so if you can find their grave sites and he's buried right between his parents and his brother, pretty safe to say you'll know where Ed's grave is. <laughs> Apparently, people who do still leave things, um, morbid gifts, I guess, for Ed. I, I don't really know.
0: I ain't living in none of my why, nipples. but... Uh, I'd like to keep my nipples.
1: And my vulva. Yeah. So, um, I saw in an interview that so Toby Hooper, as far as the inspiration for uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, not so much Leatherface, but really a culmination of the family.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know it, the original movie specifically with with all the human and the animal bones and the dead grandpa and the you know the dead people at the table and uh, that. That in itself was a The whole entire family was a culmination of everything that was found in Ed Gaines' home. Um, even reading under in popular culture here, uh, very much could be said for House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, Rob Zombie's films. Um, the Firefly family, uh, the, the Firefly family would be very similar to the family to to Leatherface's family. Coincidentally enough, Bill Mosley, whose birthday was today, is in a uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre film and Otis from House of a Thousand Corpses and Tevel's Reject. So that's interesting. Um, But yeah, of course, we've already named all of the similarities between Norman Bates from Psycho and then later Bates Motel. Um, there were two movies that were loosely based on Ed Gain called Deranged, released in 1974, and another movie called In the Light of the Moon, released in 2000. In the Light of the Moon is a little bit closer related to the story, and it kind of, it, there's a very fictionalized part in there about the murder of Mary, uh, Hogan, specifically, that Mary Hogan and Ed Gain dated, and that, yeah, so that didn't happen. Because um, I have seen the movie, but it was a long time ago. And I just remember that part of it was very fictionalized because that that did not happen. Um, and again, the Buffalo Bill character in Silence of the Lambs, the skin suit that, you know, we do know Buffalo Bill was kind of a composite character of several f- serial killers. Him faking a, a broken arm to help move a couch. That was Ted Bundy. Um, the skin suit comparative to Ed Gain even though his was more so because he wanted to become a woman not his mother like Ed did um yeah so that's about it as far as uh comparisons to Ed Gain specifically in in movies and TV shows but yeah um all of all of what we went over with the way Ed Gain was was raised and then ultimately what was found in his home the grave robbings the disassociation uh all of those fixations i really think the best example as far as in popular culture when it comes to movies and tv shows was the norman bates character i really really think that drew the biggest inspiration oh specifically from ed and i think really it all culminates around the just insane relationship that he had with with Augusta, absolutely insane relationship he had with Augusta.
0: It, it just also the was dynamic unreal. between uh, Vera Farmiga and Freddie Highmore was stupid amazing. Like wow, their dynamic was wow. <laughs> they did such a great job as those characters. I if you haven't watched Bates Motel, I'm on my sixth rewatch right now of the entire series so clearly i'm obsessed with it so um my dad was actually
1: just talking about that show today my dad really liked the movie psycho and he got into watching bates motel a little bit when it was on cable so getting my dad a fire stick in netflix so he can finish it because i'd really like to watch it with him um We've had shows in the past that we both really got into, so it would be cool to get my dad into into Bates Motel and have him watch it uh, because I really think he would like it. Um, I did want to kind of give a special mention about another really weird, interesting case that actually happened in Russia that's sort of similar with the grave robbings and made me think of this because it was actually mentioned on a episode of scared to death podcast with Dan and Lynn Cummings. Um, it was a case in 2011. If you guys haven't heard of it, I just wanted to briefly mention this because this case, I heard of it before scared to death. I think I randomly found it on an Instagram post somewhere. This is a case that happened in 2011 in Russia. Um, it was a guy by the name of Anatoly Moskvin. Um, he was arrested After the mummified bodies of 26 girls between the ages of 3 and 25 were found in his apartment. The same apartment that he shared with his parents. And apparently they just didn't notice?
0: How Um, motherfucking big was this apartment?
1: I mean, I don't know how big Russian apartment
0: is. <laughs> but uh
1: did the parents I'm, just I'm, turn a blind eye? Uh, look, apparently they did. Apparently they did. Oh, so fuck. he never murdered anyone. Um he was also found to have been suffering from schizophrenia after a psychiatric evaluation, just like Ed Gain. Um and then in 2012, he has since been held in a psychiatric hospital like Ed Gein back in the day. Um, So there were these rash of grave desecrations and cemeteries in and around the neighborhood that Moscovin lived in. Um, And that's when investigators basically, I don't know what led up to it, but discovered these 26 bodies in and around the flat that they lived in and the garage. Uh, So there is video footage you can watch of this i think it might be on youtube um to him they were dolls he thought that by digging them back up he was literally bringing them back to life this was how deep he was in his schizophrenia he thought he was bringing them back to life uh he would wrap them in cloths uh with flowers he would dress them in clothes he even went as far as putting music boxes inside their chest cavities. Yeah.
0: Now tell me why in the motherfucking world my brain just went, Christmas, Christmas time. I don't know. I don't know where you were. I don't know where you were. You were like, my brain was like, chest cavity, Christmas, <laughs> Christmas. It's Christmas! Let's turn on the. Wow.
1: Um. Alrighty. Yeah. So wow. he. Oh, one more thing. Yeah, that's right. He. He felt like the dead children were calling out to him to be rescued because they weren't really dead. Uh, he regretted that he himself never. Uh, he was never sexually attracted to them. It was never that he just. It's that it he never regretted having his own children. So he felt like these dead children were calling out to him because they weren't really dead. So he was keeping them as his own children. Literally would. Because he knew when their birthdays were, he would hold birthday parties for them. Like, full-on balloons, cake, everything. Um, Would talk to them, sing to them, watch cartoons with them, holidays, Christmas. Um, Yeah. So, I just wanted to give a quick special mention to that. If this podcast couldn't get any fucking weirder. And that just happened. That was in 2011. I'm disturbed. <laughs> I mean, you thought Ed's was really fucking disturbing, but I just wanted to mention it was kind of the he didn't watch guy, movies with him. this guy never murdered anybody uh same thing this Moscovic guy never murdered anybody he just uh again had par- has paranoid schizophrenia um and just you know wanted some friends. hey guys, if you just need friends, some friends, I would highly suggest live ones yeah let's not uh dig up dead bodies let's not do that let's not do that um (laughs) i did want to give a special mention to another book that was referenced for the wikipedia page besides harold Schechter's um judge golmer actually wrote a book called Ed gain America's most bizarre murderer. Um, the book apparently does have some archive photos in it from the crime scenes. Um, there apparently was a lot of really great information given, uh, in details regarding the case as well within the Wikipedia page too. So thank you to Harold Schechter and judge Robert Gallmer for those books. Um, because basically those were taken direct testimonies from Ed himself. So, uh because we know how old this case is, he did die, you know, it's been 36 some odd years ago. So, it's
0: uh been 84 right. years. So,
1: it's been great to it was great to have those two books as specific references from Ed himself and people who knew him at that time. Um Yeah, because like we said, even though there's been, you know, recent stuff, I I think like the A&E biography I watched, though, was probably about five or six years ago. Uh, For the most part, um, and this almost kind of made me think about, like, Lizzie and Fall River, (laughs) how uh, Plainfield does not in any way, shape, or form want anything to do with Ed Game. Like, they don't No, Like, they don't. No. <laughs> I mean that's that's why the gravestone is locked up. This is I mean I think this is why. Obviously somebody burned the house down. Let's be real. And I think the reason why it was never investigated is cuz the ca- the town could get could have given two shits. I think the town was more than happy that the fucking house was burnt no. down. I'm sure somebody was paid to do it. Uh yeah, they they don't don't go to First of all, don't go to Plainfield, Wisconsin. Anyway, there's nothing there. There's nothing There wasn't anything there in 1956. There's nothing there now. I'm sorry, Plainfield, Wisconsin. I'm just trying <laughs> to save y'all so you can just have your nice little quiet town and and not have and to deal cheese. with have you your cheese and
0: your cheese.
1: <laughs> y'all have the best and cheese. your cheese. So cheese. you can have your cheese and not have to worry about. I mean, a bunch I kind of want the cheese, but you don't have to worry about a bunch <laughs> of crazy, you know, kids running around you know, that are true crime enthusiasts trying to find where Ed Gain and trying to find the cemeteries and roaming around. Like, I certainly will not be going to Plainfield, Wisconsin at any point in my life, but, uh. Like,
0: we literally were doing in Fall River. We're like, um, where's the Maplecroft? <laughs> so, um, I, did we, did we tell the story about how we did not Yes, we did. We Googled it, and it was like, it's here. And we yes, were we both did. like, this is wrong. No. <laughs> this is not correct. Very beautiful home, but not Wasn't the one really we are purple? looking for. Very purple. Purple. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, was it that purple. Really purple? Lots of purple. It was so the purple. The trim was purple. <laughs> there was a lot of purple. It was purple. I, I mean, mean I, just, I like purple. We just kind of looked was at each a other lot of and purple. was like, I don't think this is right. No. Yes. Yeah, this is we've, not.
1: We've told that story several times. I tell it again. It's okay. <laughs> I tell it again. But yeah, um, nobody go to Plainfield, Wisconsin, please. It's just nobody go there. There's nothing Unless there. Unless you
0: want some cheese.
1: The house isn't there. You know, like we said, you you can obviously find where uh, Augusta and Henry's gravestones are. Um, if it's really that big of a deal to you. Uh get some dirt from where Ed Gaines buried uh nah. people do that shit. I'm okay. Um, so don't don't do that um there's go to fall river uh don't Don't go go there now uh covid um but don't go anywhere now yeah don't go anywhere right now COVID. uh yeah don't don't go to plainfield
0: wisconsin (laughs) don't do that if you're planning a vacation after covid plainsfield is not not the place to go
1: you know wisconsin there's plenty of other places in Wisconsin. i legit, if you want to go, go to
0: Wisconsin, just
1: strictly for the cheese. Wisconsin Dells is a lot of fun. Um uh, <laughs> The House on the Rock was really cool. I've I've been to Wisconsin. So uh, <laughs>
0: I haven't been any further west of since Whoa. I haven't been any further west besides Illinois. That's yeah, the furthest west that's I've the been. Farthest. Well, Wisconsin's
1: further west. The part of, it is. But the part of Wisconsin we were in was like right outside of Chicago. So we didn't go like way up into Wisconsin. Um, But yeah, beautiful state. Very flat. Lots of cheese. Lots of barns. Lots of lavender. uh, Lots of cows. lavender and
0: cheese. You got me.
1: People can't say caramel right. Uh, There's Culver's everywhere. Uh, That's where it originated. originated. (laughs) Because kind of, kind of like when we were in Massachusetts, we were like, "Fucking Dunkin' Donuts!" Oh, it's it's from here, guys. And that's how I was with Culvers. I'm like, "Fucking Culvers everywhere!" Oh, it's it's from here. Okay, it took here us we go.
0: literally for fucking ever to yeah. find a Starbucks in Massachusetts. I was no. like, "Is there a Starbucks here?" Because
1: we're in Dunkin' country. Dunkin'. I couldn't get it out. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, Culvers fucking everywhere. Literally Culver's country up there. So, uh, Culver's is really good, guys. If you is, have a good. Culver's anywhere near you, I highly suggest you try it out. They have the best cheese curds in the cheese goddamn curds. world. Cheese curds. You'll gain a million pounds, but it's alright. It's worth it. It's totally worth it's it. It's worth it. It really is. It really is. <laughs> We're not... And if you don't know what cheese curds are, let me tell you about them. What? Imagine a mozzarella stick in a bowl. It's and deep, it's cheddar it's cheese. Deep fried
1: cheese balls, guys. Deep fried cheese Cheese balls. Wisconsin cheddar cheese balls.
0: Now fried. I really want called cheese. Now I want Let's go fucking get some cheese curds. Cheese curds.
1: <laughs> Let's go do it. There's so many people right now, like, probably listening to this on their way to work in the morning, like, God
0: damn it. <laughs> hey, at least we're not talking about Taco Bell. No, we're not going to do that. I'm sorry. So guys, nobody choose... wants Taco
1: Bell in the morning for breakfast. I don't know. Maybe some people do.
0: Not me. Well, actually, their breakfast is not bad. Their breakfast,
1: okay. It's Not bad. Can we talk about Taco Bell's breakfast, real quick. <laughs> um, y'all. Taco Bell's breakfast
0: top three. If you
1: haven't had Taco Bell's <laughs> breakfast yet, I don't even know what you're doing with your life.
0: Like, what are you doing? I don't like, even know. Do you doing? They even have decently good coffee? Their coffee is not bad. It's actually pretty good. Okay, top three. This is so fucking random. Top three. We're doing it. This is a great way to end it. Fast food, brec- fast food breakfasts. I might add fast food, not sit down. Fast food breakfast places are McDonald's, Taco Bell, and Wendy's. With Frisch's coming up as a th- very close fourth. Yeah. But that's the sit down. I mean, you can... Because it's a breakfast bar, you can't really... And I don't even know where that is still a thing
1: because, you know, COVID. (laughs) Um, But
0: yeah, Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Wendy's do not get Wendy's coffee. But their potato wedges and their breakfast sandwiches are on fucking point. Yo, Burger King, though, for real, if you catch
1: them on a good day, (laughs) you can get Chris sandwiches are the bomb. They are. They really are. And, it, and Burger King's got really good fucking coffee. Because their coffee yeah, their is Seattle's best. Which is Starbucks. World's best cup of co- It's Starbucks. Seattle's best is Starbucks coffee, if y'all didn't fucking know. Yep. It is. So, um, But yeah. That was weird. But that's how we're ending it. <laughs> you know what? Because this was a fucked up... We literally went from his mom jacking him off reading the Bible to... Let's lighten this up and talk about fast food breakfasts. <laughs> Let's just round this out. Fast food breakfast. And talk about some cr- sandwiches and... Like, Dunkin' has a pretty good breakfast, too. Dunkin's got good breakfast. They have great breakfast. They will always have great Breakfast! They will always have great donuts. Have great donuts. Have great donuts. I grew up with Dunkin' Donuts Donuts, so... I love their donuts.
0: I grew up with Walmart Donuts. <laughs> or Ross Bakery.
1: Local thing.
0: Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, we have a Wyoming
1: bakery. Yeah, they used to have Bear Claws back then.
0: They're like Daylight Donuts, too. Oh, good. I don't know if that's local. That might be local. Of course, I learned just the other day that Jungle Gems was local. So, you know, I don't know shit. Wow. I
1: found out Micro Center is not... Somebody's like, oh, there's one in California. I was like, yo, what? And they're like, yeah, they're nationwide. I was like, okay, well,
0: nationwide is on your side. You learn something new every day. Jungle Gems isn't,
1: but Micro Center is. I was so, so confused.
0: Stay... Like my roommate's. Now, I knew that like... with
1: Jungle Gems. I did. I didn't know that you didn't know that. Okay. Because I told a friend of mine. I'm like, why don't you just go to Jungle
0: Gems? So you and were get... like today years old when you found out. Yeah. Like. Dan, what was funny was Danielle actually her overheard me on the phone talking to somebody about going to jungle gyms and the person on the phone was like the literally like i don't have a fucking clue what you're talking about and she comes into my room and she goes honey jungle gyms are local that's there's only one in fairfield and eastgate and i was like that's just us
1: people come here it's like a tourist attraction like IKEA. just yeah because is
0: it ikea local
1: I don't know. I'm afraid to go in one. The way I've been the way they've been described, it's like an abyss you just kind of get sucked into. And then when you finally get out of the maze, you're like, How long have I been in? <laughs> I should have brought water. If you're actually in yeah. the mood
0: to look at home stuff though, yeah. I am telling you, IKEA is My a trip. Dad
1: did not look. Whatever you guys do, if you've <laughs> never been to IKEA, do not ask my dad. He was literally the worst person to ask. Cause now I'm like, I'm never fucking going to IKEA. Sound like it was Nam again. I was like, I am never it's not that bad, Motherfucking <laughs> No, I know he. It wasn't that extreme. I was like, I am never. There weren't like dead bodies. Um, I will never. I opened were, a drawer and found a head. And found, I, a, I, found a <laughs> fucking head. I will never. I like he just don't act. Yeah, don't ask my dad if you've never been.
0: <laughs> I personally. He's really, like it just
1: kept going. I was it like, really does. God. God, it's like this. Jesus. He's like, and I couldn't get out.
0: <laughs> it's not that hard. You just follow the exit sign. I couldn't get out. <laughs> have you ever gotten lost for real? Have you ever gotten lost in a parking garage and yes. you couldn't find the exit? Yes, that is what IKEA is like. That didn't help either. <laughs> it's only because it turns. There's so many like turns. If you just keep following the exit, you'll find it.
1: I'm taking a buddy with me. <laughs> Everybody, okay, if you've never been to Ikea, take your mask, take some water, and take your buddy.
0: Hold hands with your buddy. Don't lose your Ikea buddy. Does everyone have their Ikea buddy? Great. They even have food there. They even I mean, have actual food Because there. they have to, because you can't get out <laughs> Because by the time you're done by the time you're done you're so goddamn hungry because you're like, I've been in here for eighty-four years and I'm I don't starving. know how to get out eat a hot dog and some popcorn.
1: I'm assuming it's like Costco food. I don't fucking know. I'm um, gonna take you to IKEA
0: one day. Cause you're, honestly, I told
1: you you're gonna be my fucking IKEA buddy. I'm not going in by myself. I've been
0: there enough to know my way around.
1: You did not but. help at all. <laughs> like, I'm like
0: a fucking party You can't get out. This It's like a nightmare. They made a movie about it. <laughs> that. Is, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> I will take you to Ikea and okay. everything will be okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. I can't breathe now.
0: Like, me and my... I, I love <laughs> their setups. <laughs> they have setups of, like, different kitchens and different bedrooms. And I'm just, like, drooling over everything because it's so beautiful and there's, gorgeous. And-
1: there's one half... Listening to this that are like Oh yeah everything you're saying And then there's one half listening to this That's like me that's having an existential crisis That's <laughs> like oh my god Either they have oh or have
0: right. And they're like how the fuck Like I've been there <clears> enough <throat> to know My way decently around on Ikea And other people were probably just like Yeah yeah it's pretty great look at the beautiful things And other people are like <gasps> I lost my soul So for,
1: in <laughs> my defense for the first two
0: years Of that one they built
1: by us I didn't know what it was. I didn't even know what it was. I thought it was like, because you know, there's fucking warehouses all over Westchester. You don't fucking know. Uh, it's I didn't the know Maze what- Runner. I didn't even know what it was. I was like, what? Oh, it's just some fucking... And then somebody's like, no, that's a store that you... I'm like... That thing looks like they put four Walmarts in it. That's it's a fucking huge. store. And then, of course, my dad's terrible description and then yours. And now I'm like...
0: I'm going with you.
1: You are my IKEA
0: buddy forever. I can't go into a fucking IKEA without having a house cuz I just want to buy everything I see and I have a house and I have too much in it already. You're like, "Oh, I like this table. Oh, it's $75. Well, that's that was a nice table, but and I have goodbye. to put it together by myself with an Allen wrench." Do not get me started <laughs> on think... IKEA instruction
1: manuals. That fucking bed is a goddamn IKEA bed. You have to I almost it. got divorced. Putting that goddamn thing together! I don't want to talk about it!
0: You have to read... I don't it. want to talk about it! You have to read this. IKEA instructions backwards. Because I am telling By you... By Japanese. You have it's to- manga. Listen, I am telling you, if you... <laughs> I'm dying right now! It is manga. If, <laughs> if you don't know what manga is, look it up. If you... Read it from the beginning and you start building it from the beginning. Once you get to the end, it's going to be like, oh, by the way, did you remember to do this? You then you have, p- you have to take it apart. It's literally manga or Hebrew. Do you read Hebrew yes. backwards? I think you can you read Hebrew backwards. backwards. It's literally, you have to start at the end. The first time I ever opened a
1: manga book, and I was so God, confused. And by God, you better have an Allen right <laughs>
0: Don't you lose it. They that. usually give you an Allen wrench. Don't but you lose no, it. You don't fucking lose don't it. Don't you lose it. And then also you're going to have about 17 screws that, that have nothing to do with anything. And you're going to wonder what the fuck did I do wrong. But you're just going to have that. And name. you're going to keep them. And you're going to keep them. You don't know why. Because you not know where the fuck they go. Heaven forbid that one fucking motherfucking screw just pops out. And you're like well I've got 17 more. <laughs> he put extra screws in that thing. I don't even know.
1: I don't even know.
0: I don't even know. This was a legit rant, and I (laughs) love it. We just Ikea ranted for 15 goddamn minutes. I'm
1: going to tell y'all right now, if you have a happy, healthy marriage and you love your partner, don't ever put Ikea furniture together. Together. (laughs) You might either be going to couples therapy or divorce court after. I'm just telling you right the fuck now. So
0: you guys know my dad, <laughs> my dad, you guys know my dad. So you guys know I, I was raised very idiot. religious. Um, My dad lost me the other night when he said I was driving on the road and this one person was being such an idiot. I about lost my religion. I don't know why that made me laugh so hard, but he's like, I almost lost my religion. <laughs> I was like, wow, dad,
1: that is an expression, father. <laughs> like... It was my, that serious? My normal is, expression is Is that serious? Um We was just
0: going to throw God from, out the
1: window cuz somebody was driving that motherfucking bad. That one from the
0: Cinderella story where she goes she could make a nun swear. I love that. <laughs> could make a nun swear. I also use make a porn star blush. Dead. <laughs> Anyway, so guys, next week we are talking. We are finally, 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 finally doing an episode on the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Oh, I know. Finally,
1: after we seriously, how fucking long had had we said we were gonna do? A Nightmare on Elm Street episode. It was Probably a while. Probably since
0: we started the There podcast. were people,
1: there were people like, wait, cause we've done damn near everything, but we did Halloween. We, we, we suffered through Friday the 13th. Leprechaun. Well, I mean, St. Patrick's Day, we were kind of running out of ideas. Uh, <laughs> it runs low. It's about all you got. Um, but yeah, I, I, this, this one. This
0: is your Chucky. This is mine. This is mine. I'm this is so... her. Chucky. Oh,
1: guys! I watched these over again for fun. So this well, is, I do too. This is going to be nothing. Well, and ch- honestly, though, I think I've seen the first one and Cult probably way more times than it is. Probably, Which is fine because they're both amazing. It is but...
0: ungodly how many times I've seen Cult. It is. It is. Oh, I oh, <laughs>
1: I'm starting to get to where I know the. I know it. Like I do with, with Dream Warriors. Yep. Like I'm starting to know it, like where I can just say it verbatim. I can <laughs> say lines verbatim. And I've gotten, and I'm like that with Dream Warriors. I am, look, I'm so, don't watch Dream Warriors with me. It's like watching Beetlejuice with me. I'm obnoxious. I will say every fucking word, <laughs> especially all of Freddy's parts, because he has the best lines in Dream Warriors. He has the best fucking lines it's in Dream Primetime, bitch. The best. I'm excited to rewatch oh, I'm this so, series. Even, even the ones... God, even Dream Child. <laughs> I don't really...
0: And I okay, really so don't. the only one I'm really not looking forward uh, to...
1: I'll tell you the one I'm not looking forward
0: to. Honestly, is Freddy's Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that one. That's the only one I can genuinely say I don't that like. That came on cable the other day, and I was like... Turn it off. Because <laughs> <laughs> every series has its shit. And that's nightmare shit. Yeah, because honestly, as much as I don't like Freddy's Day is almost
1: insufferable. As much
0: as I don't like Dream Child, it has its moments. It has it has its moments. Kills. And two, I've completely changed my mind about because gay, gay, right? But Freddy's dead. I just.
1: Oh Ugh. yeah, Freddie's dead is pretty insufferable. Yeah, it's bad. Um, you know, I used to feel that way about Freddie versus Jason, but I, I, I kind really <clears> of <throat> that Jason. that flipped. Well, in my defense, when I first saw it, tainted my experience. Yeah. I'll, I don't even need to go into that story. So yeah. it took me a minute. Um, but I'm excited, to and now I can appreciate these. it. And I've met Catherine Isabel and
0: Hot, um, and I'll never forgive myself for not so good
1: um i i have a newfound thing for that movie i think i think again it was like re-watching uh what was it uh bride and uh son of chucky or uh, whatever Se- seat of chucky whatever whatever he is of chucky uh watching those with you comedically watching them in a different light i is what i ended up having to do with Freddy versus jason and you just have to appreciate it for what it is you should appreciate the nonsense we need to also and, because
0: we did this with friday the 13th and i fucking
1: need... love the ending i fucking
0: love the ending yeah. i love the ending I love the ending of we Freddy have to jason. include the remake because we also included the remake of friday the 13th yeah, we, we have to include the remake which to be honest with yeah, you, I am not completely not upset no, with revisiting because no, it's been I'm not. such a
1: long time. I actually, oh, I admittedly have seen it recently. Oh, have you? Yeah, I
0: only really like it because of it's, Katie Cassidy. It's not. <laughs> it's. It, it's kind of on a category of its own. It is honestly. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's such a if if
1: you're such a diehard OG Freddie fan, it's kind of difficult because it is so. Ooh, it's so dark. You feel, ooh. Like, after I watched it, I Maybe I'll was watch like, that ooh. one first
0: and then the other ones, you know, so do, I'll get You know hearted.
1: what? <laughs> do it. I think I'm going to do that, too, now that I just said that, because you, I feel gross.
0: Yeah.
1: I felt I feel gross after watching the remake. I'm like, ew. I don't, I don't like this. It's, it's ew. It's, it's yeah. it's, yeah. It's, but we have to yeah. include it, because.
0: I heard Annie in my head. Love you, Annie. I heard Annie. <laughs> And he you get you gun. I love her. All right, guys. So next week is Nightmare on Elm Street. We're super excited to do that. Make sure you tune in. Can't wait to talk about that series. Of course, you know all of our socials: Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Please give us a follow on all of those things because we usually post updates of when we're gonna be. Because the holidays are coming up, so we're not gonna be posting on every single Wednesday. The days are gonna kind of start mostly. It'll, Switch either to Tuesday or a weekend or something. We'll we'll post updates. Right. Um. So next week is for sure Wednesday. Make sure to do that. Tomorrow's movie that you want reviewed is The Sixth Sense, which I actually am very surprised that that got picked over The Uninvited because I really wanted to do The Uninvited. I was really looking forward to hmm. doing a one on The Uninvited, but The <laughs> Sixth Sense got picked, so it's okay. Up. Uh, that's up there. One of my favorites. I love it. It's so good. Um, And then I'm waiting for you guys to pick a movie I don't like because I try to put a movie I don't like in there, but um, I haven't really been doing that, so that's on me. But anyway, if you want to give us a, f- uh, a hey or just any questions, concerns, or just whatever, shout out, please give us an email at uh, dfwto8493 gmail.com. Also, give us a follow and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google. Make sure to leave a review on iTunes. It would help us out a lot. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you guys listening to us literally rambling about IKEA. (sighs) We love your support always. And see you next week.
1: Yeah. Wear your mask. Wash Wash your hands. Love you guys. Thank you. Wash your hands. (laughs)